between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. give you all the praise. Thank you for today. Thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the breath of your spirit. Father, we thank you for the birthing of your life. We thank you for the invitation of your life. We thank you for all that you've done. Even to bring us to where we are today. But I will thank you for the blood of your son. We thank you for the provision of the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for that which you wrought in him. Mm. Indeed, what manner of love mm. you have loved us. Yes, Lord. Father, we pray and we thank you, Father. We thank you for grace which you've supplied this morning. Thank you for all that you do in every heart that is here. Thank you for all that you do in every heart listening. Thank you for all that you are doing. Thank you for the commitment you've made, the oath you've sworn for a better life for each and every one of us. Father, it is a mystery indeed. It is a manner of love which no heart can comprehend. The more we try to comprehend, the more mystery it becomes. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for this outpouring of your love. Thank you for this great, great blessing which you have blessed each and every one of us. Father, we say thank you. Father, this morning we come again. We ask that by your mercy, you will feed us with your life in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for help this morning, that you would help us to drink of your water once more. Father, to drink of your wine, to feast at your table. Father, to receive your flesh and to receive your blood to partake that we might drink unto everlasting life. Father, we ask this morning that you will help us. Help us to find your word. Help us to to connect your spirit. I pray for every heart here this morning that you will help us to gain access into your word. Father, you would tune our heart to the voice of your spirit this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, O oh Lord, I submit myself to you. I come unto you. In spirit, I commit myself to you. Coming under your spirit, I submit totally to you. I ask that you will help me this morning. Make my tongue the tongue of a ready writer. Let me write. Help me to write. Let me to write by your spirit this morning. In the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Just say hello to your neighbor this morning. <laughs> say hello to your neighbors over far. <laughs> yeah, sure. Amen. Amen. Say hello to your neighbors from afar, eh? Yes, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, welcome everyone here this morning. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's a, it's a wonderful morning. Good to see your faces again. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, it's, it is rare. There are some there are some things that are very, very, very rare. <laughs> and you know now, no good is not easy to find. Mm. <laughs> there's a there's a I, I hear from a little bird that there's a, there are spirits in town. <laughs> Amen. 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 Uh, spirit in form of you know I don't say spirit spirit in human form. Mm, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know they are shaking their head now, trying to they are, try, they are trying to dodge it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, I uh, will have uh, Brian and Wesley here watching this morning. Awesome. Awesome. They are your brethren from afar. Yes. And it's good to have them here this morning. Good to see you. And thank you for joining us. You know, see, they are, whenever those people from Ottawa come, they are always fresh. Always yes. fresh. <laughs> yeah, they are fresh. They are always fresh. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Is well, thank you for joining us. It's good to have you here, and uh, I welcome everyone here this morning. Starting from my left, I welcome Joy, Edith, Lolia. You guys are welcome. Thank you, sir. And uh, hmm, it's well. Amen. Amen. Why are you people laughing now? It's like people have so. I just look at time more. There's not. Okay, okay, why are you laughing? Mm. So it is well. Uh, good to have you here, and uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day. I hope uh, we we'll all be blessed this morning. Amen. Amen. Um, <clears throat> since what's it called? I think since Saturday, I've been just checking in my heart. What we are, what the, what the next direction is. I've been trying to to see what the Lord would have for us, and uh, it's like everything is just there. They're not showing me anything, man. I said, <laughs> I said no problem. Should <clears throat> be, we shall come. Said, no problem, we'll come. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I've been uh, somehow. I felt there's a need to. To just move forward, <clears throat> but uh, from where we we stopped, how many of us remember where we stopped? And uh, oh, oh, by the way, let's not forget. I know some, hallelujah, some people, <laughs> some, 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 some people would have, would have loved to be here this morning, but they couldn't. Into one reason or the other, but uh, 
we'll see them very soon. Amen. Yeah. I mean, if not, you would have seen somebody with a guitar. <laughs> no. We have lost that guitar. It's always beautiful. Amen. Amen. But uh, very soon we'll, we'll see them. <clears throat> so, like I said, I was uh, wanted to see where the direction is, and uh, just checking in my spirit. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, you know, it's very easy to just come open Bible, just teach one thing, and then we'll go. It's very that, that part is very easy. I mean, it's not that hard. No, just open Bible, just check. And just you know, just eat something and we'll go. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. 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 It's like she woke up, she's looking for me. Hello. Amen. Amen. Uh, but I also have to be to be careful of hearts and uh, souls, making sure that we are journeying not too uh, well. Fast is good, but not without the spirit. Um, so I just submit myself to the spirit, and whenever they feel okay, you know, there's one thing I realized. You know, before you think it's muscle, just <laughs> as, you're, as you're coming, you are coming, we have some passages, line them up. Hey, maybe this is okay. You just get here, everything just dry. <laughs> And if you if not if you do not listen, you just continue like that. You just, you just be watching you. Continue. When you are ready, let us know. <laughs> wow. I just tell you, continue when you are ready, let us know. Uh, and then when you let us know, we'll help you. Amen. Amen. So if it takes us some time to find the word this morning, you know, just take it easy. You are not in a rush. If it is five minutes. Five minutes of blessing is okay. Yes, Isn't it? Yes, and I know why you are laughing. <laughs> because some, 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 some people do not... I mean, you are laughing, I mean. Uh-huh. Some people do not believe that we can spare five minutes and go home. But it's fine. <laughs> ah, that even is struggle. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, I don't remember when we stopped on, on Saturday there's a reason why I say Saturday. You know, I, I, I omitted Tuesday on purpose. They said I omitted Tuesday on purpose because I know for those of us that were not here on Tuesday, it's usually hard sometimes to catch up. But most of us here were here on Saturday as well. <clears throat> but, I mean, if, if you caught up and you remember us on Tuesday, that's fine. But I remember, remember when we stopped on Saturday. Let's do something. Go ahead. It was just, I'm um, sorry. I was trying to organize my thoughts. Um, we're still at, we stopped at Ecclesiastes on Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, sorry. We're talking about those um, evil, evil days, I think. Yeah. You mentioned that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I 
Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Yeah. Eventually the evil, explain the evil beings. That's, that's, where, that's why I remember we stopped chat. We were talking, you mentioned about the, can I see if I can you see why it is good to have a real, a real Bible? I, I, I have a Bible there, in case you... But <laughs> it's mobile. I mean, it's good to have a mobile Bible. Yeah, verse 3 said, In the clouds before the rain, the empty hands have No, Like sort of being caught up to a different realm, 
for another season again that is opened up. So I, I was just in that progression in my heart as you were talking. So. Awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> Anyone want to add to that? No. I wish I. I think um, the other, the little addition that I have is uh, I think we dwell so much <coughs> on verse 6 that says, or ever the silver cord be loose, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. So that was more so an explanation of like the importance of like yielding ourselves, desiring and remembering the Lord, loving the mm -hmm. Lord. That we're and you said the more we do that, the more we have capacity. Like mm -hmm. God expands yeah. us yeah. and mm -hmm. gives us more of Himself. Yeah. That in the days of evil, mm -hmm. that we are a fountain of mm -hmm. God. That we can carry God, we can hold God. Wow. Yeah, that was really what stood out for me in verse six that you really mm. Amen. Amen. Does anybody have any question? Guarding those those things. I know you guys usually say that you are processing it, but now you have a week. <laughs> That's what I ask you if there's any question. You have you have a week to process and have your question. <laughs> right? Okay. Is anybody cold? It's cold, eh? Sweetheart, please, can you help us turn on the heater? I feel that it is, it is cold. I think the floor too is very cold, eh? It was hot before, so we turned it off. Is it on now? Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. So, just help us uh, manage until the heat comes up. Amen. <laughs> so no question? No question? No Allah. <laughs> Since people don't have questions for me. I don't have questions for you, Sha, because I know and that's that's the next that's the next thing. <laughs> you all will be what does that mean that you are going to ask a question? Don't worry. I don't I don't think I'm going to ask you a question. I don't think, but maybe a question will come, who knows? But uh, both of us are going to preach this. All of us are going to preach together this morning. Amen. Amen. Or oh, you don't think we preach together? No, most of Let me let me ask you. How many of us love to preach? <laughs> so none of you love to preach. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I like the answer. Eh? So nobody likes to preach. Honestly, before everybody loves to preach, oh. <laughs> ah, well, maybe now, thank, maybe thank God, Sha. God is God is doing something. You know, most of us, you know, we always desire, we always eye that opportunity to preach. <laughs> we always eye it. Thank God for for God helping us. Um, it's not easy to preach, oh. Preaching, preaching is not just opening Bible. <laughs> I, I just, I just, you open your book. Put your Bible to the book of James chapter 1. Uh, and God said. <laughs> so that's, that's what it means. Because God's, God's intent, I mean, God gave the grace to preach, but he put all those things in place for a reason. Right? 
<clears throat> God has an intent for all the five-fold ministry, with the preaching, you know, the teaching. I mean, I'll, we're preaching, teaching. When you say five-fold now, what you hear is <coughs> apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers, right? You wouldn't really see preaching there, but preaching kind of kind of entered somehow, right? But of course, all of them preach, right? All of them preach. But when you say preaching, it's not just, you know, when somebody stands and say, today our, our passage is taken from the book of John, right? Preaching, the real preaching there is actually the preaching of the gospel. That's the real preaching. And God enables the body uh, give the body the capacity to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. And he put the fivefold in place to allow that. Mm-hmm. So we just kinda we just kinda borrowed from you know that and saying we are preaching, we are preacher. Mm-hmm. No. But preaching really is the preaching of the gospel. If if there is no preaching of the gospel, preaching there's no, that's not preaching. You're, you are you are preaching something else. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Like I said, we're all uh, both teaching together this morning. Uh, all you people don't know that what, 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 most of the time, what draws the word is actually hearts that are seated yeah. listening. Well, it is. In show that it's actually that's it. Mm-hmm. Right? So it is, it is more of the hunger of the heart that drives the word. Mm-hmm. So when everyone sees uh, your hunger, then they come and answer. And don't feel I'm trying to escape them. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, as you guys were talking, I'm just seeing two doors. But I don't know which one to take. I don't know what they are going to do to me. <laughs> Need the same thing that happened on Saturday. Uh, <clears throat> I'm seeing two doors. I feel I feel there's a I feel there's still something there regarding to the system or the vessel. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I say, "Go there, go there, go there, go there." And also, before there's some, there's also something they they've been saying to me. You know, most of the time when they say they just do as if, is it it? Okay, let me not prepare anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that that is <clears throat> the the direction. But let's open to Ecclesiastes chapter twelve. I always I always I always like I always like you know just talking one on one. Talking talking Bible is easy. I'm seeing someone's answer. Talking Bible is very easy, sweet. Preaching is not easy at all. So, we are preaching together. Amen. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Father, we thank you. Matavina halavesta fori mahalavina. Matavina mahataveta fina masita. Mishitavaya. 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 
there's a well. <laughs> there's a there's a well. I just I just I just need I just need direction to follow it. But I, I, I sense blessing this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit. Submit to you. Submit to you. Submit to you. Submit to your spirit. Help. Ask for help this morning. Amen. Amen. Sorry, I look as if I'm wasting time. I'm not wasting time. I'm not wasting time at all. We are, we are, we are trying to follow. Yes, Amen. Amen. Before, before, perhaps I'll be in a hurry right now. Like, okay, let's just open the Bible. But I mean, I'm not in a hurry. So I take part. Like I said, five minutes is fine. We're just gisting. Okay, let me read, let me reduce the body. We are not we are not preaching. We are just gisting. Yeah. Amen. 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 So let me read Ecclesiastes chapter twelve verse verse uh, six. <clears throat> or let me read first verse. Also, when I'll start from five, I'll end that. Says also, when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fear shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and the desire and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home. And the mourners go about the street. Or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bow be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Amen. Amen. So, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Right. Um, then. <clears throat> How we actually got here, um, maybe I should start from there. Actually, how we got there is from verse 12, or actually verse 13. And verse 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. Right? Um, and the reason we actually read this passage was because we're talking about the the need for to desire the things of God and to sell ourselves totally for it. Right? You know, we're talking about why people always have an idea that being spiritual is a is a burden, right? That you have to, you know, there's a way you have to behave, that you have to be on the mountain. You know, I mean, if you don't go to the mountain for 40 days, 40 nights, and then, uh, what else? Always lock yourself up in a room and be praying all day, and then you're not spiritual. And also, people feel like, because the, 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 being spiritual means you have to, lose a lot of things you enjoy. Well, in reality, you do have to, but it's, 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 it's mostly not as you might think it. Right? Because most of the time, what is, what is really speaking to the reason why we don't yield are things inside that we, we love, that we have given ourselves to that we don't think that there's a substitute for it. Now, because at the, at, the, at the moment you are 
thinking about giving up your life, you don't think there's a substitute. That is why it's always difficult to yield to the Spirit. Right? Because most of the time, when God is... Maybe, maybe you're about to... You're about to... Hmm, maybe you're about to... About to, this is a very good example. I don't know why this example came, Shabbat. Well, we'll see anyways. Um, when you're about to take a job, right? And <clears throat> if you have two, that's good. Maybe you don't, you don't even have two, you just have one. And let's say you've been looking for jobs. And then one just showed up. And this one that showed up is very promising. It's very, you know, when you look at when you look at the 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 money they put on the letter, and what they ask you to sign, you be like, "Homostrator, sign." We won't think twice. <laughs> you know, that is very inviting. That is very alluring. I, I feel like it's getting hot. Eh? That's good, I guess. Um, so it's very inviting, right? It's very touching. It's very alluring. It's very very inviting. It's very uh, what was that? It was very luscious, you know. It's very, it's like, it's like, you know, those. The adverts you see, it's, it's like those, that, those adverts where you see they put burger and then cheese and meat. You see the way it looks so inviting, right? <laughs> when you look at this, you be like, wow, I want this burger. I'd like to try it too. You know, it, it may be looking like that, you know, so inviting, like those ads. Those are powerful, though. Eh? Although it's not, not that, I mean, for a Nigerian man. <laughs> As for a Nigerian man, I'm talking about myself. I mean, I mean, I see it. It's very interesting, but I just look at it now because I prefer my jollof rice. <laughs> I mean, but, but it's not that I'm blind to what the burger is trying to say. I'm seeing it. It's just that just because I just have a different love. Mm. That's the only reason why wow. I could shift gaze. I see it. I see how, how hmm, sounds like something nice, how inviting it is. Mm-hmm. I just don't have strength to respond mm-hmm. because I have love for something mm-hmm. else. Wow. Right? Yes, and most, mm-hmm. most of the, it's, as, it's almost as if I'm giving the withdrawal of the whole thing. It's almost as if that is the, that is almost what is needed all the time. In order to be able to give up things, that's almost what is needed all the time. Because there's a need to generate another love, stronger than a love presenting itself to you. <clears throat> and God made provision for that. So let me quickly go back to that uh, example. So you have you have you have the invitation of that. That job is looking at that burger on TV, right? Which means you almost likely want to, to take it right away. Mm-hmm. But let's let's now say you've come to a point where you have to actually now check. Okay, should I take this job or not? Right, and then, you know, most of the thing that you'll be looking at is gain. First of all, this thing, I will gain a lot of money. I've been looking, and again, apart from that, you've been looking, been looking for a job since. And then, ah, this one is looking very nice, right? If you don't have a, 
a, a higher love more than that thing that is presenting itself to you, you will most likely just go directly, take it without thinking. Right? And that's what Satan wants. Right? Because how the judgment should come is not just, it, ah, let me quickly take it to is that you have to you have to give up for you to be able let me put it for you to be able to say no to that offer you have to give up your desire for a job you have to give up your desire for a lot of money right and those using natural things because it's easy to relate with that and those two things that I just mentioned is not always easy now just just imagine I don't know I mean I've been I've been in that kind of situation before, so, but it's it's not it's not like I'm trying to to scare to scare you know it's, it's a it's a reasonable example it's a reasonable one right you 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 have you have things that you are drawn to things that by nature you just want to respond to by a desire. Let me use the word. I guess the keyword is desire, because of course, if you have been looking for a job, you desire a job, right? And it's staring at you in the face. Now, the part I didn't mention is that when you now read the the terms of of the job, it's telling you that um, you most likely be away all the time. You would. You work. You work Saturdays. You work Sundays. You know, occasional. And this is how they put it, occasional Saturdays. They, they'll tell you occasional. Right? <laughs> they just put that occasional there. You know, that occasional seems like, mm, it's not that bad. Occasional maybe, 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 maybe once a month. Not that bad. Occasional. And what else? You uh, like ah, it's just that it's just the idea that came to mind. Just an example. I said then you will be on call, and then you now see the money. Yeah. If <laughs> why why you laughing? <laughs> Very interested, I mean. <laughs> if you see that offer, and you don't have another love. Mm. You won't think twice before signing that thing. Quick, quick. Pa, pa, pa. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. am I starting? And to this, to this whole doing that, he has not done anything wrong. In short, they have gained a lot. Right? I mean, the soon I'll be thinking about how do I take care of my family? How do I, especially maybe you are now the firstborn or... You have all kinds of burdens that you know just appear to you. You know, you know, you know, Satan knows how to give bodies. Yes, sir. In short, one of one of Satan's specialities is giving you legitimate reasons to 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 draw away from the things of God. Legitimate, not illegal. You know why? Illegal things are very easy to see. I mean, there are different levels to certain devices, right? Let's say this is one, you know, maybe if you don't like going to church, you know, that's a level. 
you know, there's a way Satan will arrange things around you and give you um, responsibilities. Let's now say you've overcome that one. You are now able to, even to go to that church. Okay, no problem. You can go. It's fine. Uh, let's just look for how to, to make sure that you don't look up. We'll, we'll give you room to feel like you are doing God's service. It's okay. Before, we don't, don't even let him go to near church. It's fine. Ah, he has gone to church. He has gone there. No. Life never spoils now. We have more devices. And it's okay. Let him go. Although, not as much as Satan does not want you to. Because every level of commitment you give to the things of God is actually a deliverance from the things of Satan in a way. Right. Because you are gaining, what you are really doing at that time is you are gaining strength. You are gaining attitudes. You are gaining two. You are gaining skill that God can use to draw you away from things. At first, when you begin, it might look as if you are doing things outwardly. Because most of the activities you do is mostly things outward you can see, although it has inward implications. Right? I mean, when you, when you get born again, you are going to church, and then you are not committed to church. Um, you know, that's committing to, committing to church is a, is a victory in the spirit. There's now another victory you need to gain, which is serving. Right? There, are different, there are different levels of victories. Let's, call, let's first of all win the first battle. Go to church. Okay. First victory. Don't be committed. Ah, I'll be committed. Okay, be committed. I'll be committed. Another victory. Now, if you and and the danger there is if you if you stay to because those those places there's meant to be progression. Right? The intent is to progress. And what that is doing is pushing you forward in your journey. If at any point you stop, ah, Satan's a workshop. Because the, the ju- if, if you stay too long in one victory, you stand the risk of either drawing back of losing fo- or losing focus of the goal. Now, imagine somebody that just, that's so comfortable in just going to church, not committed to serving or not doing anything. Just go. And then, you know, they always have an example. Ah, why are you not serving in church? Ah, man, church. I don't like church while I'm no, I just like going to church, uh, just sitting down, listening to the sermon. As, as, the moment I'm done, I go home. You know, if you are now serving and doing something, then they will not be calling you. And then imagine, you're supposed to go to church from 10 to 12. You will not stay from 10 till 4. Why? Because after everybody is gone, you have to stay, stay back, clean up things. Oh, God, those ones, I don't have time for that one. All kinds of reasons. That's just one reason. Right? And that soul is comf- so comfortable in just going to church alone. Satan, Satan, Satan will say, thank God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Satan will say, thank God, he's tough. <laughs> oh, wow. eh? That makes sense. Satan will say, thank, ah, thank God, he's tough. Oh, yeah. Satan will say, thank God. <laughs> I mean, it's not a good thing, though. You know, just, just give us a picture of what that looks like. Because... Satan would have time and skill to then work on that soul. Mm-hmm. 
A soul that is comfortable just going to church has no clue. Ah, when is it? Without, without, when is it? Without, without commitment to service, right? Because some of those things, in short, when we get born again, those are the things we should be learning. The, 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 the building of Christ rests on a whole lot of on a lot on a, a whole lot of things in your foundation. All these things come together to form a solid foundation, because those things are building attitudes in you, things you would use when you are growing up, so that Satan won't have something to touch to draw you back. No, what that is, example of what that means is very simple. Someone that. Someone that has been committed to going to church, but not committed to, or doesn't see any any value in service, will never see value. Or let me say never. Will in many ways. I don't know. Is it never to use now or not? Because there's there's a sense of the fact that you're even serving a little, right? Or maybe in some measure, maybe God has arranged things in your life in such a way that you have authorities over you in different aspect, right? But number one, but that one that is not in the body. You know, it's possible. But if it's in the in the body, there's a reason for God putting you in there so that you are under, mm-hmm. right? So imagine such a soul that does not like saving. It will be difficult for that soul to understand what it means to submit. Yes, and if it, is, if it is hard for that soul to understand what it means to submit, that soul will have difficulty in understanding what meekness is. Mm-hmm. See, there's, a, there's, there's a link to all these things. So in the, in the natural, it may, it may seem very insignificant. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just to save. Yeah. It's not just to... Uh, go to church. No, seems very little, but they are things that if they don't find it in your foundation, when you are trying to grow up spiritually, you won't have wings to fly. The mo- maybe you have been joining, you've been running, running. Ah, revelation. All kinds of things. I'm growing. They get, now get to a point where <laughs> you need to fly. You need wings to fly. You just discover that ah, I'm always my wings. Do like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the image in my head is you know, you know when Chicky wants to wants to fly. Is it? I know, I know there are times that you know they just get excited and they just flap flap their wings together. Maybe maybe it's to reassure them that they can fly. You know, Chicky doesn't fly. <laughs> Round once in a while they do. Maybe maybe one way. I know back in our house back in the, we have, we have a neighbor. We were separated by a fence. They have lots of chickens. From time to time, you see they are chicken on top of the fence. Right? And we know it's their chicken. Then maybe you just get there. Occasionally, they get to fly and come down. Simply because, oh no, maybe somebody is coming near that, so they need to... But a, chick, a chicken doesn't, doesn't necessarily just fly all the time. Yeah. But from time to time, they assure themselves that they can fly. <laughs> so they just, just flap the wings together. Okay, I can fly. <laughs> Right? Because their, natural, their natural life skill doesn't require them to fly all the time. Right? So they just, they, they have minimum flight. So they don't, they don't see, they don't have much use of the wing. But 
If they don't need the wings, God will create them with one. So they, obviously they needed it. Although they don't get to use it a lot. Right, so the chicken will reassure itself, I can fly, flap the wing. Okay, it's still there, it's still there. Right. But if a soul doesn't doesn't have things required in their journey, there are there are time there's a there's a time in your journey where you will require to fly. Right. You might you start by running, you walk, right? You walk, you run, right? But there's a point where you are not where you are not required to walk, you are not required to run, you are required to fly. Now, of course, the time you are required to fly is a very crucial stage in your journey. Because, of course, what that means is you are moving into elevation. So, for if all your journey or your, your conquest has always been on a plane, now that you are needed, you know, you run, you walk, you wait. Right? As you are running, as you are walking, as you are waiting, the exercise you are doing, right? Then it gets to a point whereby uh-huh, you are just waiting for them to tell you it's time to fly. Yeah, let's go. Right? Like the scripture says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Right? So in a part, there's a time in your journey whereby now, it's not, it's not just your legs alone you need. You need to fly. So you need wings to fly. Right? And almost at that point, you can, you can tell that, okay, you are, you are being elevated into a, into a higher plane. Amen. Most of the time, where, when, when you are, this, this area, most of the time it talks, talks about you know, movement into everlasting life in a way. You, know, you, are, you are switching plane. Maybe as, as you are running, as you are walking, as you are waiting, you are joining in Christ. But now you, you needed to move on to everlasting life. Then Nasa Yao, use your wing to fly. Then you, then, then you, in, then you realize that that <laughs> you know you know you know you know wings tied to I don't even know that you know you eat chicken hand now yeah. chicken hand that they remove all the feathers <laughs> you know you know some so when when they look at their wings <laughs> they don't have any they don't have any any feathers they've not developed you know feathers is attached to the to the arm. All of it together become wings, right? So maybe maybe some is bare, just bare like that. <laughs> Imagine how many of us have seen a chicken that is sick that has just bare hand like that. It's not dead. I've seen that, you know, I think for some reason maybe the chicken is sick. Then all the all the feathers uh, yeah, and therefore they only have this. But because they don't necessarily have to fly all the time, they are still okay in a way, right? So just because it is not time to fly yet and you don't have wings, doesn't mean it is okay to be without wings, right? Because all those times where you are not required to fly yet is the time to gather all the feathers needed to fly, right? And it's very important. And if I want to interpret what that means, what that means is this, that's the, the, time, the time you build your feather is the time when you are youthful. Like in Ecclesiastes 
12, 1 that we read. Say, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Right? So there's a, there's a, there's a, that, like I mentioned, that remember thy creator is to fall in love with your creator. Now, the, the time to fall in love with your creator is when you can fall in love. And that's the reason why you should need to fall in love in the days of your youth. There are times where you can't fall in love with your creator. And the reason is not because, you know, the way we think about it is the natural mind. Oh, don't you think I can fall in love anything? Of course, you know, when you think about that. <laughs> but in the spirit, it's not, it doesn't always work that way. Why? Because they need to build you up. Everything in Mahata Fina Malta, everything in the spirit is about building you up. Now, and the reason for building you up is to make sure you have all that it takes to meet the standard in the spirit. So heaven is not, heaven, heaven doesn't, they don't, they don't joke with standard though. They don't joke with standard at all. I mean, if eyes is not open, and you know, maybe you are just born again, things about, when you talk about standard, is it's nothing to you. Right, because mostly what we are focused on is the anointing or feeling like you are in a spiritual atmosphere. You know that feeling when you are under there and then only, oh my God, that was a beautiful service. Oh my God. You know, and then you cry, you shed tears. Yeah. And then after you shed tears, I don't ever realize that. Because, okay, maybe because me, I remember that time. You know, maybe I'm in a spirit. Atmosphere, will drop. Oh Lord, <laughs> right? Almost, almost immediately after the service, you are back to what you are. <laughs> it's like you forget that you cried ten minutes ago. <laughs> All that is gone, man. What is left is what is inside you. But there's a way God, you know, do these things in a way that He brings those things that is upon, that makes you feel you know you are in a, you know, in a this is a different place. Mm-hmm. The main purpose of that is to tease you, to really get you thinking about that place. Mm-hmm. It's not just to ah Lord that was awesome. Some be- like if you if you ask some people about what it means to be Christians, it's just about that feeling, feeling, feeling the presence of God. It's nothing about your presence. All I... Uh, uh, I remember that song now. Uh, there's nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. Say that be with you. That be with you. If, if you know what... <laughs> the, the idea of being with him. If, if, they, if they ask you, come and be with him, what you really say is, ah, Wait. I'm not ready. I'm not. Let, let, let me quickly attend to this. I'll come and be with you. Now, because the idea of being with him in that instant is tied to the feeling of what you are experiencing. Then, in, in a way, you, you feel being with him is all about that. Just staying there and then being, oh Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I mean, don't get me wrong. These are things every soul should experience. Yes, because these are things God... These are, these are the ways God gets to, 
to, to get you to start thinking about where he wants you to be. If, if you don't have a taste of what it feels like, you won't, really, you won't really want to pursue after it. Now there's something, see that experience you have, there's something it's doing to you. There's something it's doing. It's not just there to make you feel on top of the world. No, that, that thing is also is a kind of wine. Right? Or is an, is an expression of you drinking a wine. Now, and most of the time, that's the wine of the Holy Ghost. That they are giving you to drink, to have a taste. Let's get you drunk a little. So that you know, what it, you know the ecstasy of what, what it feels like to be drunk. Perhaps you would want it more. You notice everybody that, I, don't, I, don't, I think with, how many couple of Saturdays we were talking about, you know, people that they love getting drunk. And it's almost like it's a thing. Almost yesterday was lit, man. Ah, if you see, shayo was plenty. Ah, man. I mean, people have forgotten that they used to use that word, shayo. <laughs> I mean, okay, perhaps, I mean, in, uh, in, uh, in the university then, that's, that's a common word. Ah, shayo, man. We went to shayo. Um, that that shayo was, was lit, man. Now they're using lit. Ah, man, that party was lit. But not, before, it's not least they use. It's shayo they use. Omo shayo plenty, man. I went to shayo. No, that's the word they use then. Uh, but now it's, it's lit. <laughs> when I say it's lit, it means it's on fire. I mean, fire day. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what it means now, to be lit. What it, means, what it means to be lit is to be on fire. Ah, that thing was lit. That means they, that means they actually experienced some kind of fire. And that fire is in a way almost is in a way like the wine. Right? And when you look at those two things, they all talk about the Holy Ghost. Right? It's the Holy Ghost that will baptize you with fire. Sometimes when you experience the Holy Ghost, what you what you what you experience is fire. Although they may not see you in the natural burning. But you might actually be burning in the spirit. Now there is a just to quickly explain something, you know, there's a, there was a church we went to one time like that. And I know perhaps Lilia will remember. And I think we, visit, we visited uh, the church. And there was a guy there. I mean, it's a, it, it's a church that loves Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit a lot and the move of the Spirit, right? So, of course, they give, they give room for a lot of things regarding the Holy Spirit. And most, most of our churches are like that. They love, no, not all of them, but the ones that love Pentecost things. They love it like that. So they give room, and you can tell that the Holy Ghost was present a lot. Now, the, sometimes when you feel the anointing, what it looks like in the spirit is fire. So we're talking to the guy, and the guy was like, because the guy can see into the realm of the spirit. So we're just talking to the guy, and the guy I was like, ah, because I, I, I can't remember where I, where, I think perhaps it was the church. I think we just, one way or the other, just got to start talking. And then, it's like, hmm. Ah, hopefully I can fully remember this conversation, but the, the highlight of that conversation is this. Hopefully I wish I can remember the whole conversation. But the highlight of the conversation is this. He sees into the spirit, and because that day, as we were talking, I can, I, I, I can pick the presence of this, uh, that day, but of course, it's not necessarily just about the place. It's just because there is, there is a connect in the spirit. 
and just sometimes it may be just by meditating, right? And then you are under the anointing. So that, I know that was happening that day. I, I picked it. There's a wine in the room. So the guy saw into the realm of the spirit. I was like, you see, you see this thing that's happening. It's like fire. It's like holy, it's like fire of the Holy Ghost. He said this thing. I mean it every day. He said I mean it every day. Like you guys are in right now. I can see it. I can see it. You are in, you're in fire. I, knew, I know what it's like. I knew it's just because of the presence of the Spirit. Because he can see into the Spirit, he saw probably the activity of the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. around us, which revealed itself as fire. Right? Because Holy Ghost can, can reveal itself as fire, can reveal as light, depending on what it's doing. Right? So you guys, you guys just, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing... I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing you in like a ball, ball of fire. I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm in that every day. Just, I just laughed. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, this guy, this guy. If if you check this guy intent, this guy is just, it's just all about the gift. When you talk, when you talk about sincere desire. I mean, you can tell me if they remove that gift from my, my, my thought is if they remove this gift from this guy, for this guy will leave the church, right? But what God wants to do is to put you in a place whereby whether you are feeling the gift or not, it should it does not it does not mean it should not it should not mean anything to you when when you think about God. Does that make sense? Now, your, your relationship with God should not be driven by things like that. Right? Because gift of the Spirit is there for a reason. I don't know why I'm joining in this direction. Hopefully I'll come my way back. Gift of the Spirit is not for is not for to anchor your entire faith and journey on. There's a purpose for the gift of the Spirit, and there's a purpose for you having a relationship with God. So the the whole the whole setup shouldn't be about I'm in the fire. I'm in the fire. Then if you're not in the fire, all of a sudden, okay, bye. Because there are times they will make you feel nothing. You won't feel any fire. You want to pray, no fire, nothing. You're praying. Perhaps maybe you are struggling. Your friend doesn't know. Just they saw you speaking in tongues, but they don't know that. <laughs> You're just trying to connect. Like, it's not that you've already connected. You're just trying to connect. <laughs> Abby, I mean, it happens when you try to connect. You pray, right? But you know, you know that um, this, this one is a different one, Shabbat. But you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know. Souls, they may want, they may, they may want to let, let you think I'm spiritual. <laughs> as, they are, as they are praying, they know they are not connecting, but so that they don't look like they are not spiritual. <laughs> no, it happens. Those are, those are just different eating things of dishonesty. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong in you trying to connect and praying in the spirit. It's just that Satan, most of the time, and most of the time, and this is one thing I will say that you should be careful for and be, and be, and, and be wise about. Mm-hmm. Don't let Satan 
suggest things to you. Yes, sir. In the sense that when you are trying to connect, maybe it's that time a brother is not coming around. And then you're like, okay, well, let this brother not feel that. Okay. Now, you are sincerely trying to connect. But see, that brother just coming around. It's just an opportunity for someone to quickly whisper. Ah, feel spiritual. Wow. I mean, don't, don't, don't let your neighbor know, your, your brother know you're not spiritual. Wow. <laughs> and if, if you take that thought, you will add it to your sincere desire to just connect. I mean, the suggestion is not the problem. The problem is if you now take it and begin to run with it, then that's where the problem is. One thing I've realized, eh, if you ask what I've realized is there's nothing as pure and sweet as just being sincere. Ah, that is it's so fine. And when you do that, you realize that you journey far. There's no reason to fake anything. Honestly. If it's not there, it's not there. And it's not a, it's not a crime. It's something that makes it look like it's a crime. It's not a crime. As long as you just have genuine and sincere desire, that's, that, that's what heaven is looking for. Hmm? But... Satan likes to take advantage of situations. Eh? I don't think he does that. He does that to me too. Eh? And the funny thing is, so innocent things you are doing, then he will just suggest to you to add, just add this drop. Just add this, just add this drop to it. Or let's just say, a typical example eh? is you, you saw, maybe you, were, you went to visit and then you saw plates Right on the table. Ah, just let me take it. Sincerely, nothing. As you're about to take it, you go just ah, sorry, no, Satan just suggests to you, take it so that they will know that you are caring. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> See, most of the time you are coming with a pure intent to. Oh, I just saw. Along the way, Satan will just. Now, what just happened to you when you just were about to carry that thing is you are you actually about to you are about to grow spiritually. Why? Because God is what what you just that, that little response, oh, let me just carry this thing away is a is a form of love you are coming into. Right? And if you look at it, because most of the time what, what we don't do is we don't think to the and it's not it's not a fault to anybody, right? It's just by nature how it happens is when you are doing something, you don't you don't all the time think about what that thing is going to get you. Yes, sir. Right? Ahead of, don't, you don't, you, most of them you don't even think about it. The only time you think about those things are the time when you know that you want to get a gain you want. You calculate what the gain before, okay, let's do it. But most of the things that are, that are innocent or things about God that is designed to grow you, you don't necessarily just think, you know, the way you think about it when you want to get a gain, you don't think about it that way. And Satan knows. And before you, before you realize what is happening to you, let's let's hijack that blessing. Yeah. So while you are while you are trying to just just sincere, ah, let me just carry plate, and then he just suggests to you, just take it, carry it, then show them that you carried it, <laughs> so that they, so that so that they can see 
that you carry that plate and then you can tell that you have good good uh, charity love <laughs> right and the, and and you won't you won't even think that just carrying this thing is about to bet meekness in you it's about to bet life in you in a way you won't even think near of that and then before you before you even think about it or realize it Satan will just suggest that one to you and what he's trying to do is to corrupt is to corrupt your intent and if and if you take that thought what is meant for your growth would then lead to death I mean, you won't, you, you won't see it as dead like that, but you just do it. Ah, sure, and then you just kill something. Wow. <laughs> you just, just, you just, just put a stop to something that God is trying to work in you. Because most of the time, we don't necessarily connect the dot of different things you are learning, different things you are doing, how it comes together to build you up. Most of the time, you don't see that. Amen. Amen. I know you feel like I, I read Bible passage, but I've not talked about the Bible passage. I'm mm-hmm. getting there. Satan, Satan, Satan just hijacked something, right? And that is to stop you from being built. Everything that God wants to do, like I said, let me quickly retrace my step back. <clears throat> I think we're on trial at the time. Amen. Amen. I will not say we'll stop very soon. Because I don't <laughs> before I give you a promise that, <laughs> that I don't that is half fulfilled. I don't know. But I hope I hope I will speed up and end this very soon. Um the what what God aim at is you growing up spiritually. Yes, Everything God is doing, the reason why He gave you the Holy Spirit. The reason why you get you got born again is so that you can grow. Everything is doing is pointing in that direction, yes, sir. but we don't necessarily understand that right from the get go, mm. right? Because God gives us breakthrough upon breakthrough, breakthrough upon breakthrough, until we get to the point where we can then see the kingdom. Mm. A child, or a soul, of course, a child that has not yet seen the kingdom. Or, let me put it this way a child that is still growing, that is in Holy Ghost, may not necessarily see the kingdom. But what God is doing is, as is giving you breakthroughs, because one thing about the time you are, get, you are in the Holy Ghost is not. Necessarily to just enjoy the atmosphere ah, alone. There's, there's an intent to see all those feelings you are feeling, all those desire for the presence. There is a work that it's putting, doing inside you. And that work, I'll get there in a moment. I think that's, the main, that's my main thing anyway. There's a work that is doing in you. And that work is gearing towards something, is to get you to a point where you can then start seeing the kingdom. Amen. Amen. When you then start seeing the kingdom, then everything you've been doing, up until that point, will start making sense. 
most of the time when you are journeying in the spirit, it is, it is, you, you, you most likely don't see where you are going. Or what all the things you have been doing, what is leading up to. Until you get to a point of growth and then you, are look, and then you look back you're like, wow. There is, so the reason why I'm here is because all these things that has been happening that I've been doing, so this is where it's leading up to, oh, wow. That's most likely how it is sometimes in the spirit. At the time you are doing it, you know that maybe you are instructed, you know that you responded to something. You know that, of course, there is, let's say there's a leading, I felt I should do this. But, you know, let me give you a, a, a typical example. The, the simple response that you had towards making someone's life better. Or let's just say, maybe you were... <clears throat> No, brethren are always together, and then you were together, and then maybe a brethren that had a need. Oh, I, I forgot this thing at home, and I really needed to take it. And they just offered, oh, I'll take it, let's go and get it. And most likely, most of the time, don't even, don't even relate that to anything that God is doing in you. Right? Most of the things that you, 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 <laughs> you point to are the times you are in a meeting, and then Holy Ghost came upon you, and then, oh my God, I felt the presence. And then that, 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 I've got this understanding. Those are, those are the highlights. Right? I mean, they have their goal, but the, that thing that is happening to you, there's something it is, there's a, there's, so, there's a place it's going to. Right? Now, the way those things manifest is not the same way they come. Hmm. Right? Because when they come on you, there's no, you like that feeling. You like the way it feels. You like. The presence. Oh Lord, ah, you, you love that all of a sudden you were able to understand what it means to have everlasting life. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's a good thing to be proud of. There's nothing that is awesome. Oh Lord, I understand everlasting life now. Okay. See that thing you just said? There's a way it manifests. Mm. And it doesn't manifest the same way okay. it came. Most of the time, the way it manifests is in as in simple things as just taking that brethren back to get that thing. Simple. But what Satan would want is focus on say those big big ones. That's the one. That's the thing. Focus. But that's not really where God is going. The the things you received as blessing as good in the spirit, how it manifests. Is in doing, is in the body. Your response, your thinking pattern, what you consider your values, what you consider valuable, right? Did I, did I finish that example about that job? I don't think I did, though. Yeah, you should forgive me. Sometimes I'm like that, I just jump. But I'm not going to jump away now, okay? <laughs> so, you most likely don't, don't think that it's, it's in the simple things, right? But, and that's where God is going. I guess if I'm about to say that, I'm like, it's, it's, it's to, I'll say, don't, be, don't beat yourself over too much because you have not understood something. You didn't understand some things yet. You, you most likely don't know what, is, what is God is building inside you until you see it. Hmm? I mean, of course, it's a long journey. Mm-hmm. Even, even John is saying before, we, we know not what we should be. Mm-hmm. But when it shall appear, mm-hmm. 
not the point of appearance. Yes, sir. And most likely, is at the point of appearance that you realize what you shall be or what you are. Of course, that when it shall appear, you know, it's talking about something. No, I'm not talking about that room. That room there, the dark room, and as, as dark as it is, <laughs> as dark as it is. It means that before we get to talk about it, we have to you know, wait before we light. I mean, we can just about that room, or we can. I mean, we, we, understand, we, are, we, are, we understand the concept of the room, but they are still, we are still, they are still, they are still breaking light about that room. That room is a very dark place, ah, very dark. So don't just jam there and talk about things that you don't know inside the encounter. You know, just, uh, you know, just maintain. I mean, it's about gist. We can gist about it. Oh, everlasting life is about. Uh, at least the, the power of everlasting life is eternal. No, the power of eternal life is everlasting life. You know, talk about how everlasting life is eternal. Life, you know, gist about all that. But you know, it's not about that. Room. So it's until they give grace to talk about that room. So we are not we are not going to that room. We are just using what that room looks like to explain the rest. Most of the time, your growth or the realization of your growth are at the point of appearance. Right? And the point of appearance is the point of giving. Right? When, Jesus, when Christ will come to you, the purpose of coming to you, right, is to, is to bring you up. Right? So when you are seeing the kingdom, in a way, it's a point of appearance. But of course, you know, I'm not going to talk about it scripturally like that. I'm just using the idea of what it means for Christ to appear to explain certain things. Before a, a, a new a born-again born Christian, well, let me not say new, I mean you might have been born again and then you must have been born again for years. Yeah. Right? When you are born again, you may not, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are seeing the kingdom. Right? And if you are not seeing the kingdom, that one thing is very clear. You have not identified your end. You have not identified what you should die for. Everybody that has not seen the kingdom, imagine even if you've seen the kingdom, it's still hard. It's still hard for you to, to you know what you should die for. It's not that the, that the death is another topic. You know, Alpha now, let's do some charity. You know, you are still, you are still, hey, sorry, you are still trying to do charity. Come to now think of not even seeing the kingdom, understanding what the kingdom looks like. That means that if 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 you are if you are not if you are not ah, I want to tie something here is if you are not if you are not yielded to the Holy Spirit in a way that you know because sometimes they can bring you into the experience of the kingdom without understanding it yet. Right? It's possible to do that. Right? And the only way to get there is by strong I mean you must you must be totally given to the spirit. Yeah. Yes, sir. If you are partially given to the spirit, you can never. It's impossible. No. No, there's a way, you know, sometimes we like the spirit so I don't like it. No. Maybe we only like it when we are, you know, in church or in the spiritual atmosphere. Oh no. No. But we don't fully like, 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 like that. And that's, that's one of the reasons I was, I guess, God was, you know, it was deliverance we had on, on Saturday uh, last week. 
They want to bet. See that desire. Is it? This is like I said. Is it the season to fall in love? There's a grace to fall in love with the things of God, right? Where maybe there's lack in you know, in in your love towards the Spirit, maybe God will give strength to to yield. Amen. So if if a soul is not fully given to the Spirit or the things of the Spirit, you no matter everything you are doing, you can't you can't say that, or you can't categorically say that you are responding to God the way you should. I mean, it's, just, it's a very simple question. How are you doing it? If you don't have the tool, you don't have the means, you don't have this, the, the stature, you don't have the right attitude, how, how will you be able to produce that quality that heaven is looking for? Right? There's, there's a whole lot that God is doing to our mind when they are preparing us for the kingdom. So the reason for the gift of the Spirit is not just to you know, make you feel good. It's, the gift of the Spirit in a way is a kind of wine. So it's not, it's not meant for you to feel good. Right? It's not meant for you to express the gift and feel like done something. Right? I mean, the, the main reason for the gift of the Spirit is to turn you to start thinking about a place where that thing is flowing from. And, that, and that's where there's usually a, a disconnect in the Spirit where you so love this, the expression of the gift, even though maybe, you know, over time there's been messages about, there's been messages about, you know, ah, when God is using you, you don't take glory for yourself. You know it is the Holy Spirit. Know that it is nothing about you. It is about the Spirit. Do not take glory for yourself. The moment you take glory for yourself, God will just leave you. Sometimes the reason why and the reason why people obey that 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 commandment is not necessarily because they love God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. It's not necessarily because they love God that much. Now, when I say it's not because they love God, doesn't mean that to them they know that they don't love God that much. They may not even know that they don't love God that much. Because when the, the time God is telling them about or asking about how much they love Him is different. From the time all those things are happening. The time God is checking their love is almost when all those things are gone and then they are it's just them and then their brethren and then maybe their wife too. And say, okay, let's check. Okay, do you really love me? How much do you want? How much do you love me? Because the the test of how much you love God is not about the access you have to the Spirit. It's not about the feeling of anointing that you feel, right? Or going to church or any of those things. The test of how much you love God is in response. Yeah. In what just response? Yeah. Do, do, you, do you love God? Okay. When you, when you think about God, what are your thoughts? Mm. Right. Can you can, can you link your love for God to just submitting to leadership? Can you connect? Can you link the two? Right. You know, some people don't like to submit. You know. They feel they can see anything. 
I know this thing should not be like this now. What's there? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's that's not the right way to do it. And then, ah. okay, you know the right way. So what's the right way? This, this. I mean, this is how we should do it. When, you, when is there no meekness at all? That's it. That's it. That's the test of love. Yeah. So the test of love is in, is in your. Is in your. Is in your. And let me use the easy one. Is in your response to to your to your neighbors, your response to your brethren. Hmm? That's that's how they can tell whether you love God or not. Now, God's 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 test for your what because what God what God looks for before He moves you up in the spirit is your love. That's, that's, that's what God really looks for. But it will equip you to get to love. How? It will give you a faith to respond to. Right? So after I've seen your love and faith towards the saints, I never cease to make mention of you in my prayers. So you say, I have seen your love. I have seen your faith and love towards the saints. That's a kind of love. But it is not charity. Right? So that kind of love is what qualifies you to begin to see the kingdom. But how you get to that love is that you must have been using faith for living. You must have developed faith towards God. Right? You must have developed the attitude of faith. Then you must have developed love towards the saint. Right? Love towards the saint. Love towards the saint. I think it was, was it on Wednesday that Pastor Jeff was talking about love towards the saint. And he made mention of just one thing about, you know, that your, your, your love towards the saint, a part of it is just how you, you connect your love towards brethren in the spirit to blood, blood brethren. Right? And there's a way, you know, when you, 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 there's a way you respond to brethren in Christ. You just in milk, just you know, how you, you know, take care, you know, you respond to them, show them love. Just, 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 just that is a form of love towards the saint, right? Those are, those are things God looks at. Then when your faith is full, or when your faith is unfeigned in that, in that line, it comes to love. Now, when you get there, then you are, you, are, you, you are designed to be able to see the kingdom. Now, when you are designed to be able to see the kingdom, it's actually the, it's the beginning of another faith, right? Which leads you to another love. Right, so faith and love, faith and love, is what they use to measure you in the spirit. But they cannot measure you if they don't give you faith first. Does that make sense? The reason for faith is actually for movement in the spirit. When you have faith, see movement. So when you have faith, is movement. Now, you can then 
interpret faith in your life when you see what God is doing to move you forward. How your eyes were open, you begin to, you begin, you begin to understand the kingdom, you begin to see the kingdom. All of a sudden, you started having wisdom, spiritual wisdom, understanding, revelation begins to come to you. All those things coming to you, they are a kind of faith at work. Right? They are a kind of faith at work. Which, which purpose is to move you forward? Push you. What faith does is faith pushes you towards love. That's the reason for faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to move. You can't please God. Right? So what, when, it, when you have faith, that, that's God's tool to move you forward. Imagine, think about, think, that's spiritual, right? Think about it, spiritual natural. <laughs> if there's a word for that. Think about it, how you believe a mountain should be moved and it moved. Think about how you believed God for a job and it came. Now, you see, you believed God for a job, that job came. Faith pushed the job to you. Now, so there's a way you get things in the spirit by faith. So when you believe God, okay, I believe, I believe God for a car. Then one way or the other, that, that faith will bring that car. Right? So what, I, what would I feel? That faith moved the natural to you. The same way it's happening that way, it also functions like that in the spirit. Whereby what it pushes to you are the things of God designed all together to move you forward. Because when he pushes it to you, faith dwells in you. When it's in you spiritually, then it's moving you forward. Does that make sense? Right? So the reason for faith is for movement. So you interact with faith a lot so that it can move you in the spirit. Amen. 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 So that is the reason for faith is movement. Now, let me draw back to the beginning so I can round up and then we'll go home. God help me. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding a place. I just hope I'm not disobeying. <laughs> eh? Amen. Amen. Or just just start talking and then start talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding going one in a direction, so I have to consistently bring myself back. Amen. Amen. So all these things that God is doing in you is preparation. Because for you to move forward, God needs to prepare you. Right? Faith is preparation in a way. Faith in milk level is a preparation for faith in Christ. Because, like I, like I said, all the things you gather while you are growing up towards God don't fall away. They build up into a stronger muscle, which may behave differently 
from the way it's behaving to you when you are learning it. Does that make sense? Now, faith towards God, when you have, you know you don't lose it when you are learning Christ. Faith towards God is in Christ, just that it behaves differently. Or you don't think it will, is there? Without faith towards God, we can't believe for salvation. <laughs> or you don't think so? What is making you believe salvation is faith towards God? Because you believe God has what it takes to save you. And he will bring it to you. That is faith towards God. It is not faith of the Son. Does that make sense? Faith of the Son is, is what connects faith towards God. Because when, when you are believing God for salvation, God gives you faith of His Son in response. Does that make sense? So you believed God for salvation. Because of that, God is able to push things that will bring you to salvation. Right? So when you journey, when you journey from principles of the doctrine of Christ, all those principles don't vanish. They become more sophisticated in you to bring up a, a better equipped soul for movement in the spirit. So all your love for the spirit you love the spiritual. You love you know, spirit things. And you know, love seeing visions. For those that love seeing visions. You love prophesying. You love tonguing. You love... What else do we love? You love praying non-stop. You love reading your Bible non-stop. All those things don't go away. Right? All those things become more sophisticated. When I say sophisticated, it doesn't mean that... <laughs> Are you laughing now? Uh, it becomes more sophisticated. Doesn't mean that you know you no longer use Bible. I am the walking Bible. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that. It means that your relation, the way the way you the way you interact with the things of God changes. And because it changes, all those skills you, you learned, you think is not there, is there. They are just behaving differently in a different light. Right? Your desire for the things of the spirit, well, I just want to be in the presence. No longer looks like that. Although you still want to be in the presence, but what you are looking for is different. You want to be in the presence, but now because you have understanding of the end, where you should go, the way you think about that is different. And the way you think about things in the spirit matters a lot. The difference, the difference between, I'm just trying to explain that, this, that thought I mentioned. The difference between a soul that believes their entire goal is to go to heaven and a soul that believes their entire goal is to have salvation is, the difference between them is understanding, light. The difference between them is the way they think. The soul that thinks the entire goal is to go to heaven, if that soul acquires a different thinking capability, it will realize that no, that's not the goal. 
actually this is where I should be going. Therefore, that that affects the way they think about everything else spiritual. Recently, I, I can't, I mean, recently there was a time and I think somebody asked a question about righteousness. Do you know that I totally forgot that we used to say that all our righteousness is like filthy rag, that nobody can be righteous before God. You know, I, I, I totally forgot that I used to believe that and I used to say that. Mm-hmm. And the difference is just that the way I'm thinking about things of God has changed. That, that, the difference is that's just the difference. The light. That's the difference. Understanding. I just, all of this, I just don't have me wait. See this thing. I, I mean, the way I used to say it, I believed it with my being that now, the way I structure my life and believe my, how my life should look like is based on the fact that I can never be righteous before God. All my righteousness is like filthy rag. So therefore, if you not check it, the value of my life can never be beyond trying to be good. It can't be beyond that. Because my, the end I've seen is I can never be righteous. All my righteousness is like filthy rag. Therefore, don't try to be righteous. Don't try to pretend as if you, you are pure before God. And the problem is that I have no understanding. There's a reason why my righteousness is like filthy rag. There's a reason why it, uh, I am not righteous before God. Not that I can never be righteous. The scripture never said you can never be righteous. The scripture did mention about our righteousness is like filthy rag. Excuse me. I mean, that was, in, I believe, Zachariah, right? When, okay, take off the garment. You know, we use that place to preach that thing a lot. Take off the garment. Wear him a new garment. You know, we used to use that place to preach about all our righteousness are fitting rag. But then, there's a reason why they say you take it off and wear him another one. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. So why couldn't I think beyond the fact that he had one that was not righteous? It is right there, staring us in the face, that they changed the garments. So right there, playing in front of us, was a filthy rag that was replaced with another shiny, beautiful garment. So why is that my thoughts do not go beyond my righteousness as a filthy rag? And the reason for that is there's a lot of, there's a lack of understanding of what the soul is. Once someone can understand soul, what was missing a lot in the body with regards to understanding is actually the knowledge of the soul and that, how that factors into salvation. Because what the body was dealing with was just spirit body, spirit body, spirit body, missing the link in between. And as long as you don't connect the three, you don't have it complete. You don't have it complete. The message is actually incomplete. The light is incomplete. So God wants to get us to the point where the light is complete, the understanding is complete. Let me round up. I spent too much time today. Amen. Amen. I don't think I spent a lot of time. Today is very short, right? Is it not short? 
feel it's short too. Abby, but I still feel that I have not, no, I don't think I've, to me if you ask me, I don't think I've touched the message at all. We'll be saying, I'm sorry. Unless <laughs> 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 I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I've touched the, the main message at all. Amen. Amen. So, to draw back quickly, it's getting naughty. The. Yeah, maybe we should, should we turn off the heat for, for a bit? Mm. Maybe we should leave it for people. Let's leave it for now. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. So let me quickly let me quickly draw back because I know I, I read Ecclesiastes. I did a lot of explanation, and that's why I felt like I've not actually entered the message because the part that I read, or we we're, we're reading now, we've not even touched it. So let me go back to that passage. Right now, when I talked about the system, right. It's talking about this, or the system be broken, right? So, Verses, or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken, at the fountain, or the will be broken at the system. Now, the, I was explaining the pitcher as a vessel, right? That contains, or is a, is, is a container of things. Or you can, you can see that picture as a soul that contains content, right? Or you can see that picture as a cup which needs to be filled. Amen. Now, the reason for the picture, like I explained on Saturday, is to hold water, right? Or this, the system is also a, a system of holding the water, right? And the wheel is a mechanism for bringing water into the system. And a pitcher that is by the fountain is also a means, the fountain is a means of transferring water to the pitcher. Right? Now, when you have a pitcher that can contain things, it means that what is inside that pitcher is very important. Imagine you have a pitcher that contains alcohol, and you are in the desert. That's punishment too. <laughs> wow. So, so you, you need to make sure that your vessel contains the right issue, the, the right content. Amen. If that 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 vessel does not contain the right content, the the vessel, the vessel, the pitcher, or the system will be useless. Now, a a pitcher that contains alcohol in the desert is useless to whoever is carrying it, isn't it? Why? Because you are doing yourself more harm than good. The alcohol there will get you dehydrated quickly. Come, I smile. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I'm sorry just I just I just saw something in my in my, in my heart. That's why you do, that's why you don't carry wine in the desert. What you carry in the desert is water. See the see that desert as the wilderness. Now when you talk about wilderness, that's where Christ when you want to journey, when you move into Christ like this, they just throw you to one desert like that. 
is wilderness is a dry and testy place. Right? But that doesn't mean you don't have a supply in there. Right? Imagine, imagine you you carry the wine of the Holy Ghost into the desert without water. You have a problem. Which is why we should grow well in the milk of the world. The milk of the world has a lot of wine, but it also has milk. When you are drinking milk, eh, there's a lot of things you eat. When your table is milk table, there's a lot of things you eat. You eat, you eat, actually, there's a lot of things you eat bread in a measure. Then you also drink wine a lot. It's like, it's like you are going on a journey and you are doing a party before you go. Mm, mm. I, I mean, of us have experienced, you know, when people want to travel, maybe somebody wants to go to Obodoyibo and they want to do send off. You go to, ah, where you go? I'm going to Canada. So for, 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 you know, for some of us that we're not, well, let's say we're still not our parent, but you know, we have means of getting our own door. You know, we have means. That's where you get it. And you have friends. Click of friends. And you know, while your parents are planning to take you, you, you are doing your thing on the corner. You call your friends. Oh, guys, um, I just want to let you guys know that I'm, I'm going to, to Canada. Uh, oh, yeah, you are going oh, home. That's good. Ah, it's good to hmm, promise land. <laughs> See, eh, I just say that, uh, you know, before I go, I should just hang out with you guys. Let's. <laughs> and then the guy will just organize, shall you? <laughs> you know, shall you something? You know, lit up the whole place. <laughs> uh, light, light up the whole place. Just sha, put lighter. Just light it up. Right? And then they will enjoy. They will drink. They will eat. Eh, for tomorrow they die. <laughs> eh? They will eat and drink. Right? Because they are celebrating, they are about to go on a journey. Wow. And it is very important that you do that spiritually. So that, when I say you do that, I won't say you do it in the natural law. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is enjoy the wine of the spirit. Drink it enough. Let, because, and this is the message, and I guess that's it. Because what that is meant to do in you is to create room. Hallelujah. 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 Right? Yes, sir. Now, the reason why I say create room is this. It is possible for your vessel to contain the wrong content. Oh, mercy. Oh, Therefore, you need to empty it. So that they can give you a supply. So that by the time you move into the wilderness, you have a source of water. So that when you are walking in the desert, you won't be thirsty. Right? The old, and this is, and this is why I'm talking about the, the old story I was talking about earlier about Holy Ghost. This is it. In the sense that all those experiences you are having in the spirit, being able to speak in tongue, being able to give yourself to the Spirit, praying, studying your Bible, 
experiencing spiritual things. What's that word? Burying yourself in the experience, right, of the spirit. Longing for God. This generating desires inside for things spiritual. The reason why you love to give love gifts of the spirit, even though you may not know it. Right? You love it. You like seeing it in expression. All those things, what it's doing in you is, is changing your thinking cap. It's making you empty. The process of emptying your vessel is by giving yourself to the Spirit. Wow. What happens when you give yourself to the Spirit is you empty your vessel so that it can put its own there. So that it can give you another love. Does that make sense now? Yes, so, all the things inside your vessel is a kind of love. Those, there are things you love. There are things they are, they are, that is hard to give away. Like that job. Very hard. You've been looking for it. Your love is tied to it. And then, when God comes to you and says, oh, yeah, leave that. Ah, no, I can't. Because you're not empty. And because they have not filled you with, an, with another kind of love that will give you the strength and courage to let go of that love. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, the, that, and all, what this, as they are emptying your vessel and they are putting new wine in there, what they are doing is they are making you to fall in love with your creator. Yes. Amen. Amen. Even though the love you have is not the love that is needed for the creator. Because you can't love your creator the way it ought, it ought to be loved when you just get born again. You, you don't even know how. That was why I was giving that example about, you know, Father, I just want to be with you. You can't even near, you don't even know what it means like to be with him. But they will give you wine. They will give you different things to, to encourage you to start thinking about where God is. Start falling in love with your creator early enough so that you can empty your vessel while there's still a supply before the evil days. Because there are times. See the way everything is open like this. You can just, ah, holy God. Uh-huh. Everything. It's, you know, it's so, right now it's so free. The way it's as free as it is, it won't be like that in the future. Because when God has reaped the first fruit and they've inherited, they will not tell everyone else. Oh, yeah, see those one, go and learn from them. They will tell you, see, see that, see, see, see that, so go and learn. Why? Because God has ripped. God, God already has a building. So, you now see the reason why the kings of the earth will bring their glory. Right? In Revelation, they said the kings of the earth, they will bring their glory into the city. There's a, there's a need for them to bring their glory there because the people in the city, they have a higher inheritance. They will be the one to teach them we are come. This is, this is how you bring your glory. This is where you put it. This is how you do it. 
This one you do it this way, that one you do it that way. Because you know learning will not stop. Mm -hmm. It's an everlasting learning. Mm -hmm. yes. It's an everlasting learning. Le learning doesn't stop. You continue learning and learning and learning and learning. And that is why your time here is very important. Your time here is not the time to to start chasing money or you know, start chasing anything that is in the natural element. Satan is wicked though. It's not the time to chase. If your hope what at all in any shape or form is tied to anything in the natural. Ah! I wonder I wonder what your garment will look like. Your garment will look like when they when they when they when, let's say they just open our eyes, yeah, let's see what everybody is wearing in the spirit. You know what you wear is your is what you chase. Even some people are wearing a house. You don't think so. What you, are, what you are wearing is what your hope is. Whatever you, whatever you are chasing, is what you are, that's your hope. That's the, that's the highest glory you can ever come into. So, if what you are chasing is earthly glory, earthly love, don't worry. That's what you wear. What you are wearing is designed by your, your, your value, your sister, what you are chasing after. Eh? The, one, the one you are drinking is what will help you to sew your clothes to. <laughs> just, just like, you know, the drunken master is to get a skill to be revealed. I don't know if I know the example of the drunken master. That movie. So when you are the drunkenness is actually revealed the real skills. The real skill there is not the drunkenness, but you need the drunkenness state to reveal the thing. It's like the skill is hiding under drunkenness. So which means the, the power of the skill is to be drunken. Right? So uh, the power or the the glory that you will come into. Is depending on what you are, what what you are drinking, you are drunk of, will reveal your true glory. Yeah. That's what it reveals. So, if what you have been drinking is, you know, you some of the things of men, mm, that's what you drink. You know, some people drink that wine day in day out. They drink it every day. They are ambitious. See that place? I want to be there. Maybe they see a brethren excelling in a way. Sour the things that be of man. Jealousy. Envy. Maybe using one eye. Or maybe they're not using one, maybe they are smiling. <laughs> but inside them, this is how they are looking. Okay. Oh, I'm so happy for you. But if if but if, if they open the veil <laughs> If they if they tear you know what's saving everybody now is that to some, to some degree God allowed allow hearts to be veiled. God allowed God allowed art to be veiled. Only him can see it. <laughs> if God allowed God if God had just tear that veil open, honestly, every, every, when things happen, everybody will be will be shocked and sad. You know why? Because maybe when you are laughing at you, you just realize that. <laughs> that that's the that's the face. <laughs> 
Amen. You know, like something in the spirit. Amen. Your God just tear the veil over. Just see it. In a way, this is your veil. Your body. And you know they, you know they will remove that veil. Or you don't know your body is the veil. Your body is the veil of the life inside. Your body is the your body is the veil for the blood. Right? What veils the blood is the body. But your true your true self nature is in the blood. What you are really is in your blood. If they want to check what's wrong with you, sometimes they just take your blood. Then test the wrong series of tests. That's how, that's how they can tell what is going on inside you. Yeah. Right? So everything that is going on inside of you spiritually is inside your blood. And that's why we need blood transfusion. Yes. Or don't you think? Yes. That's why you're not a blood bath. Because if, if, if they just bait you with blood, <laughs> if they just carry blood and just shower your blood bitch like that perhaps what they will be creating is a beast oh, wow. <laughs> eh? I don't think so because the, the blood is not intended for to be outside Whenever you see blood outside, you know life is going. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anywhere you see blood outside, you know it's, it's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. The goal is to ensure that you cover it. Ah, that that blood must not leave. Yeah. The way it's designed is that the body, which is the veil of the blood, must carry the exact same content inside the blood. They, 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 what they designed to reveal blood is the body. That's what they designed. The way, the way God designed it is body carries blood. Blood is your tr- what, what, what's your true self is blood. Because the life of an animal is in its blood. Right? Your life is in your blood. And you know when you say your life is in your blood, don't think about it in the you know, there's a way to think blood Although I'm using the natural body and, you know, the way blood is in the body to explain it. But it's talking about something spiritual. In the spirit, you have a blood. Right? If you don't have a blood, then there won't be a reason for the blood of Jesus. Right? Have you thought about it that way? Or do you think the blood that Jesus is sprinkling over you is the one inside here? Oh, oh, I mean, do you, do, you, do you think the blood that Jesus, you know, thank, we thank God for the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus, we are free. Free from what? Right? Okay, how is, how is that blood making you free? How is that blood working? Right? It is obviously not the blood that is running through your vein like this. Because this blood running through your vein has a pump. It's called your heart. So with the blood without the heart is useless. Because the, the, the heart circulates the blood. So 
the the heart circulates the blood it is inside the heart that the life flows from into the body yeah. does that make sense yes, sir. so the heart pumps the blood the, I don't I hope I'm not confusing people yes, sir. The, the blood contains the life does that make sense yes, the blood contains the life the heart pushes the life into the body now, as it's pushing the life into the body, it is circulating, it is the, the whole body is filled with that life. Amen? Amen? But the heart is the key to the blood. Does that make sense? If you say, it is the heart of man, right? The heart of man is death. Desperately wicked. Who can know it? Right? Now what God wants to get, God wants to, there's something God wants to deal with in the heart. If God can give us a pure heart, therefore the blood that will come out of it must be pure. pure. Yeah. Is that clear now? Yes, sir. Which means the life inside their blood will be pure. Yeah. But where the, the DNA is, is in the blood. But I'm not thinking about it, but that DNA too is coming from somewhere, although I don't know it, so I'm not going to think about it too much. But the D, that DNA didn't just form, right? That DNA comes from, I believe it's from the cell, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's blood cell, cell. Is it? Is it blood cell? Mm-hmm. I, know, I know the blood contains both red blood cell and white blood cell, Right? And just as you are thinking about this water and red blood cell, they are talking about something spiritual too. Every, everything you see in the natural talks about things spiritual. The way your body functions tells you exactly how certain things are in the spirit. I think, yeah, I explained it to a couple of Saturdays ago. Your mind is not just ordinary. Your mind, is a, it's a, your, mind your brain is a, is a vision system, sight system. Right? So the same way your natural body you can think, you can envision, you can imagine. So also I mean what am I what am I even saying? See that envisioning, that imagining, right? It's actually a spiritual aspect of you. Right? So just if I want to say the natural one is you watch TV. You see the TV, as you are seeing motion, your brain is processing all those things. Now, what your brain is doing when it's processing all those things is your brain is thinking. It's thinking about the picture you are seeing. So, when you think you're actually thinking, you're actually not thinking. That's funny. Who who said that? I think it's Pastor Emeka that mentioned that thing. So, when you are thinking, you're not actually thinking, you are listening. The true thinking is you like watching TV and then you are processing what you are seeing. That's your thinking. Mm. See that time when you are when you are when you are seeing something you're not seeing. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. They are engaging your your vision. Your vision so that you can think spiritually. So spirit when spirit when you are thinking 
And I want to go to school, though. You think you are the one that enabled yourself to think that way? It is well in the well. I mean, perhaps you know you have to go to school, right? You know. If you have class, you know you have to go there. Exactly. If you if you if you have a lab, you know you have to go there. You are not. You don't even need to think it at all. So when you now begin to think, hmm, before I go to the lab, should I go and eat? So you have switched. That time you have you have switched. So when you think you are you are thinking, what you are doing is you are meditating, you are listening, you are engaging, you are you are exercising. Should I go and buy food before I go to the lab? Maybe I should not. So that one, you are engaging things in the spirit. As innocent as it is, right? Very innocent. You are engaging spirit. Or you don't... Typical example. You know some people, how they escape accident. It's just as simple as, ah, let me not go this route today. I think I have to buy a cloth at this. Ah, and if I go this, I won't be able to, okay, let me go and buy. And then God saved them. Maybe an accident was on the way and then they escaped it. And then when they are going back, like, oh, wow, this accident happened here. Could have been me. Or maybe they were on the road and all of a sudden, they realized they had to take Bali. And granite, you know that plantain that they is body and granite body atepa. You know, uh, some people call it body. Some people call it body. Mm-hmm. We call it body. Some people call it body. But you know, just thinking that ah, let me buy it, as innocent as it is, they go and buy it. So and for them to buy, they have to come off the road, park, and get it. And as they were doing it, just right beside them, a car just you know move accident happened. They're like, oh wow, I was almost in the way. Oh my god. That could have, that, I mean, if I was just one meter, or if I was still on the road, how would I have died? Okay, what just happened? An angel triggered a thought. Yeah. Go and buy bole. Mm. And then, like, hmm, are you, you think all of a sudden you just want to eat bole? Yeah. I say, ah, oh, I need to eat bole. Let me just go. And then all of a sudden, you've been helped. So most of the time, when you think you are thinking, you are engaging the spirit. You are engaging the spirit. I don't know why God did it that way. You, you, you almost, you, you, it's, the, the, the voice you hear sounds like your voice, but it's not your voice. Let me go. Most of the time, they use your voice to talk to you. I mean, think about it. Do you, do you think you have a voice in your head? I mean, I mean, your voice. I've thought about it. That when you were thinking, you think with your voice. Your voice. Get it? <laughs> That's actually. I mean, when you are thinking, you don't. You don't think like a strange voice is talking to you. It's your voice. It's your you, your mannerism himself. You can think it. I would. I would. I would. Hmm. You don't, you, the voice you hear in your, in your head is your voice. But it may not be your voice. It's, you sure it's not actually your voice because your voice is here. You, you don't have a voice here. 
right? So your your the things you are hearing that sounds like your voice, not your voice. Don't so <laughs> 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 no, no, be scared. Uh, no, just just. Just, just opening up the the spirit realm. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I'm, I think, I think I'm gisting. I've gisted too much. I should stop. And maybe we can continue with this later. But I think, I, should, I think, I, I think, I think we've, we've done enough time today. Like I said, if if I don't stop, lad, nah, I, I don't think I'll stop. I don't think I'll. Stop. I don't think I'll. I'll, I'll we'll just be gisting, be gisting, be gisting. Amen. Amen. So this this thought area thing is not is is that thought. Thought is, is, is the means where it's actually true thought they get things inside you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thought is a means of transferring mm. to transfer things yes. to you. Oh. Yes. So think about it this way. When you are thinking about doing that thing, know that the spirit is asking you to do it. Mm. Just on a matter of discerning which spirit is telling me to do this. Yes. Amen. And it's very easy to know that it's the thing of God. Mm. I say it's very easy. It doesn't mean it's that easy, though. But it's very easy. Mm. Now, it is easy when you have a pure heart. Mm. When your thought is pure about it. Mm. Very easy. The things of God will always tell you about things, not of yourself. Mm. Mm. God still will not tell you, see that, brother, Go and slap him. <laughs> I just use that as an example. <laughs> I mean, there are other ways thoughts can come. But it, the easiest way to discern the voice of God, because I know this is another area mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. when you say voice, some people can now say, but there are some things that say that I should do something, but it's not the right thing to do. Now, most of the time, when that happens, where You've, there's something you you feel you should do, but you feel it's not right. You should do it. Most of the time, there's a sign that you really shouldn't do it. Most of the time, when it's about God, it's usually almost our member that is fighting it that makes it look like can this be God? Now, God's response to things is always consistent. Does that make sense? God would not forgo charity mm-hmm. where charity needed to be expressed. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And God would not forgo judgment mm-hmm. where judgment needs to be expressed. Yeah. Most of the time where we have issue is clash. There's a conflict right in our members about certain things. But here's the thing. You cannot go wrong with charity mm-hmm. or with love, you cannot go wrong with it. Although there's a way to show love, there's a way to correct. And that one, you, you won't learn that unless you have been exercised. It takes time, it takes experience, it takes being guided, right? It takes being submitted to learn these things. Not just that, okay, let me go do and do my thing. Most of the time, when you are not too sure about what to do, you can, there's always someone you are submitted to. Yeah. Okay, ah, this thing, no. What do you think about this? I, I, I feel I should, I should I do this, should I not do this? Yeah. Most of the time, clarity will come. Because multitude, in the multitude of 
counsel, there is safety, right? Now, there are tools in place to help you, and that is the, and that's the reason for submission. That's the reason for putting you on. That's putting you for putting you in the body. That's what they put you in the brethren, right? But most of the problem is when you are trying to do something and you feel maybe something not right, then you are not calculating. If I call these brethren now, they will think maybe I'm not spiritual. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I tell pastor, the pastor will see I'm not spiritual enough. Mm-hmm. Let me try and figure this out and mm-hmm. be on myself so that by the time I do it finish, people will know I'm spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that used to tempt people? Yes, sir. So that by the time they do it, they will now give testimony. How I did that, and even even when God led me, it was so awesome. <laughs> the the intent is that you want to exercise yourself. It's fine. Me myself, I get safety. Oh, you don't think I have safety? I have safety. I have safety. Safety tread. If I'm thinking something like, that, I don't know how this. Hello. <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> There's no need to try to figure it out in my head. That's why it's good to know who God has placed in front of you with wisdom to help you. As in, quick, quick. If I have problems, I call Pastor Jeff, Pastor James, um, Pastor Femi. Hey, Afa, what do you think about this thing? Are you sure? Okay. Or maybe you think because... Say, let's say, Pastor B is spiritual. <laughs> Everybody is tempted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So the reason for the things of the Spirit is to heal you many ways in your mind. And as God is healing you in your mind and healing you in your inwardly by giving you the one of the Spirit, it's creating a lot of room inside of you so that they can pour into you. Amen. Amen. So we'll read one passage and that's it. And then we'll end. People are afraid that I want to say let's read passage. Sorry. I mean time has gone. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just reading I'm just reading this passage just to buttress this point. I don't you, you, you are okay you you listen you listen you will stay three hours message. They just say three hours non stop. Is this Psalm 25? Or is it 26? Let me see. Psalm 23, actually. Sorry, from verse 1. Say, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. Amen. Amen. I'm just saying, I'll just mention it quickly and then I'll pass. See this word in that verse 3, it says, He restored my soul. That restoring of the soul is what happens in preparation for righteousness. Amen. It says, He restored my soul. 
Then said, how did you restore your soul? And I says, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, this scripture is talking about your journey spiritually. And the restoration of the soul is what happens when salvation wants to take place in the soul. Everything that needs to get you ready for restoration of the soul is what happens when they are emptying your vessel. It's a process of restoring your soul. Although the actual restoration takes place when you are being led in the path of righteousness. Right? So, that is why it is, I mean, you cannot move forward unless you have been prepared. For every move, for every growth in the spirit, there's always a preparation before the inheritance. What precedes inheritance or what precedes handling or taking is preparation. The same way John prepared the way for the Lord. He had to prepare the way. There's a preparation taking place. If he didn't prepare them, or the, because most of the people that followed Christ were actually followers of John. John prepared them. I am the voice saying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. I am the voice in the wilderness. So you know when you hear things like that, you just think they're just... They actually, what they are saying is actually what they are doing. Yeah. Say, prepare, prepare ye the way of the Lord. So, say, prepare ye the way. And you know, way, spirit. So, it's preparing this way. It's preparing the spirit. Right? John does not have spirit. But he has preparation for the spirit. Does that make sense? He, was, he has preparation for the spirit. But he does not have spirit. Though he was, when I say does not have it, does not mean, does not have, see that being filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb, right? Is not the same as being able to give spirit. Right? Now, the ability to give spirit only came when Christ came and died. I said, and I said, I will pray the Father, he will give you the spirit. So the ability to give spirit is built in Christ. Right? So it's only, that's why it's only Jesus that can give the spirit. And that's why you needed both the spirit and the water of John for you to enter or see the kingdom. Right? So you need that preparation of John. Or when you say John, is water of baptism and spirit which Christ gave. When you mix the two together, when you say mix the two, do not think spirit as just spirit water as just entities. Think about what all those things bring. Water brings repentance. So when you think about water, think about repentance. If you are not repented, you cannot receive Holy Ghost. Right? Then when you receive Holy Ghost, it fills you up to the point that you can then see the kingdom. Right? So that's the operation I'm trying to explain there. Right? So he restored my soul. I'm moving forward because of that, because I said I will not talk too much. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, because the, reading, the reason for leading you is so that you come into his name. Right? When you say you come into his name, is you, you inherit. You inherit him. Amen. Amen. Say, so, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, 
they comfort me. Say, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Say, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. In the course of time, I'm not going to spend too much time explaining, but that's it, and I'm going to just close my Bible. It says, my cup runneth over. And what I wanted to just, the picture I want to bring out of here is that cup. That cup running over means it is being filled. Now, a cup that is not filled can't run over. Run over means it's overflowing. Now, of course, I'm using this picture here to depict a picture. You always, see, being filled doesn't, it's not once. So, so you know it's not once. You need to be filled and full and running over to see kingdom. Then you need to be filled again and running over to gain access to everlasting life. When you are filled up again is when you are full of Christ. When you've reached the fullness of Christ is another time of being filled. Amen. Amen. So, which means that almost, almost every time as you are journeying in your, in your journey towards God, your vessel needs to have room to contain the things of God. When, when you are born again, your vessel is full. Of, but what is filled with eh, are things that will not allow God in you. And you are too used to that why you don't want that thing to empty. That's why it's hard to let go. That's why it's hard. See, see your wine are your, your, your belief system. What you believe is right. Your righteousness, that's your wine. And it's hard to let go. I'm sorry, because I know most of us here are not married yet. I'm just going to say that. You want, if you want to know how, how, how full you are, once you marry, you will know. No, I. I think I, I can't remember. I think me, my wife, and Pastor Feli were talking about something, right? And then we just talk about, I think submission in a way, and say, ah, how can someone fully submit? <laughs> Laughter. I think we both asked the answer. I, I, I Pastor Feli mentioned was, hmm, said you have to die. And when you say you have to die, we know what it meant. <laughs> because it's not easy to die. Just picture it this way. Imagine, right now you don't know there's a conflict because you, you've, not really, you've not really had to exercise, right? It's very easy to agree with the brethren. It's very easy to, disag- to, ag- to disagree to agree with the brethren. Very easy. But once you enter a house and you are married, uh, it's almost as if you have a sense of right that must be accepted. If it's not accepted, there's a sense of being cheated or there's a sense of being wrong. And soul is constantly fighting that thing. If you want, if you, if you, if you want to defeat Satan well, especially in marriage, just die to self. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. I mean, that, that part is always, is always the part that is serious. I don't know if I can paint that picture well. Is this. 
There are some things you believe right now, right now, that it must be done in a certain way. Right? So it could be as simple as always put this phone here. Right? I'm just trying to use a very abstract example. And then someone said, no, no, this one can be here, can just be here. Right? And the, no matter what you're saying, the person doesn't care. This one has to be here. But your belief has been, this phone must be here now. What's all this? It must be here. No, it doesn't have to be there. Come here. I said, no, it must be here. Now, tie that, this thing must be here to something you can, that if it is not done that way, you felt as if you've been disobeyed, you felt as if you've been disrespected, you feel like, what else? As if the world is going to an end. And as if, if this does not happen, there's been a blow to your person. <laughs> I'm not scaring you people, though. Now, what will solve this problem? What will solve it? It's, it's so simple, but yet so difficult. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Satan is wicked. So simple, but yet so difficult. All that is needed is just to die to wanting that thing to be there. But your entire belief system is wired to that thing being there. And that is why you feel you are dying if it doesn't happen. I'm using that as an example because, I mean, it's most real situation, but it happens even with brethren. Just like, it's easy to overlook, but it happens everywhere. Just that your marriage is just heightened. Because there, you have a sense of ownership, that is a sense of right. No, with brethren, you can easily just, well, that's them, that's me. Well, let me forgo. But this one, you have, a, you, have, you have a need like, I know that it has to be. It has to be. No, now, my wife or my husband should understand now. Uh-uh, she understand, should. That's the problem. Should understand. Should on. And everybody go with should, 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 should. You know, should is the problem we have been facing in many things. <laughs> I don't know why I've, I've thought, I said I'll close up still talking like this. In short, I'm closing by. That's it. If I don't end in five minutes, then I have seen it. <laughs> you know, should is the problem we are, we are in. You know, you know that should? Say should. should. Should is most of our problem. With your brethren and with your wife and with husband. That's it. Should, 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 should. Should is Satan's problem. It should. It should. It should. I thought it should be that way now. She should un- he should understand. Expectation. Problem. If, if, if someone has not gained wisdom to go around that shoot, um, head boots, no head boots, no, you'll be nodding each other. Let's <laughs> not. I know there's no way you nod each other and you, everybody will be saved. <laughs> when you nod, Bule will show. I don't know Bule. Ah, I don't know Bule. Bule is ball. 
there, there used to be a guy where I used to live down the street. There was one guy that lives in a house. Every time we're always in a ball on his head, either at the back or front, either at the back or front. You get to the point where now, when we want to talk about where he lives, because we used to buy something. I think we used to buy a pap. Um, a car was that pap, you know, that the food leaves. It's not pap, it's a. It's a kitchen. I don't know what. I, maybe it's a giddy that is called. Eh? Well, we will call it a car. <laughs> we used to buy it there. So when we want to go and buy, then my brother would have be say, all of us in the house, we have a, we have a joke for that place. We call it Bule House. <laughs> because of the guy <laughs> that lives there. Right? Because every time, he's always having one. Because there's a stair upstairs. So we are always thinking maybe he's always falling and hitting his head all the time. Or he's fighting. Something is happening because every single time, a huge ball is always here. And then in Yoruba, we call that bully. You call that bully. Or you know, when you hear that, anything, just swear. <laughs> so we now refer to that house as bully house because of the guy. So if you if you know this house, bully will be sure anyhow. But this one will be spiritual bully. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> just nod, just nod each other, nod each other. And, the reason, and that's also the reason for brethren nodding each other. Yeah. Right. Shoot. Mm. One thing I've learned is every time maybe someone do something and then you always almost want to just pause. Just pause. What you are thinking may not be the reason. He said that I painted that way. He said the way he's looking to you. The way it appears to you, I look like this is the thing uh, you said that I does that. At least take time to verify. Maybe that's the reason. If that's the reason in hand, then take wisdom to address it. But just working based on assumption, that's Satan. Satan is what makes men presumptive. And what, what that is called is suggestion. You just suggest to you. And then you take the suggestion and then you be working based, based on that suggestion. Sometimes you may even be right. Right, but don't jump because you failed. You might be right. Sometimes you may be right, but get the details wrong. Right? Sometimes you might be totally wrong. Right? Getting it right and getting the details wrong is a whole lot of problem too. Because if you if you get it right and you don't get the details, then you won't know how it's connected. Right? Then you just work based on assumption and my spot is. Right, so I hope we all find strength to defeat shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. We'll not be shoot children. We'll receive grace for charity. We'll receive grace to be filled, to be emptied, that God might fill all in all. Amen. Let us begin to thank God. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Jesus is Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your word. So be the exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we ask, Lord, that by your mercy, we find grace to respond to you. We want to empty ourselves 
even to receive of your blessing and to receive of your wine in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I feel us afresh. Father, empty our vessel. Prepare our vessel for your journey in the spirit. Help us to be built up into you in all things. Furnished with love, furnished with faith, furnished with charity, furnished with hope. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.